Hello, my name is Ken, and I want to welcome you back to Deep Waters. This podcast is brought to you by Applied Strengths Ministry, where we believe working together in our strengths is the effect of working out the will and calling of God in our lives. The title of this message is A Flock of Teachers. When 2 Timothy 4, 1, 5 states that they will heap up teachers who tell them what they want to hear, who do you think that that scripture is talking to? It is not talking to the unbeliever that doesn't want to stand in front of a teacher who is teaching them anything in regards to the Bible. It is talking to other believers. You, me, us. Can you hear the urgency from Paul to Timothy? Listen for it. 2 Timothy 4, 1, 5 I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead. This is a believer and unbeliever. At his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Now, just to be clear, I added, this is a believer and unbeliever because I wanted you to know. That's what he's talking about when he says, who will judge the living and the dead. And I think I was just going to sail right by this scripture, right? So Paul is saying to Timothy, hey man, preach the gospel whether you feel like it or not, whether it's raining or snowing, and or whether you are speaking as a young believer to a mature audience or young Christians. No, but wait, you know Paul is trying to help Timmy be like him, right? This is how all cell groups or life group leaders should be teaching. I mean, it causes you to ponder if Paul knew something that many of us are unaware of today. I charge you, be ready in all cases. Okay, so let's see if Paul cools his jets a bit. Verse 2, convince, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and teaching. Okay, so did he just say that to push them to the edge of themselves? Until they get mad and offended? If not, then why would he receive the instruction to be long-suffering? Not short, but long. By the way, long could include some love endurance. I mean, it is difficult to share the truth with believers, right? Yes, with believers. Unbelievers are foul-mouthed and don't care about God. No, 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 you see, it's very difficult to chat with and correct the religion of a believer that doesn't think that their stuff is off. You know, remember, it was the religious that got so mad at Jesus for correcting them on their religion. So mad that they could watch an innocent man that they knew was innocent being beat near to death. In today's culture, if we saw someone getting their life beaten out of them, knowing that they didn't deserve it, might we not nearly start a war to stop the beating? But for some reason, a religious man can kill without remorse. This is what I believe Paul was teaching Timothy. I mean, Paul got so mad at some that he sicked the devil on him. Now, before we read those scriptures, you should know that it is a power that we too have. But before we go unleashing that power on someone, anyone, we should seek the voice and will of God in that situation. 1 Timothy 1.20 Of whom are Hymenaeus and Alexander, whom I delivered to Satan, that they may learn not to blaspheme. 1 Corinthians 5.5 Deliver such a one to Satan for the destruction of the flesh that his spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord Jesus. I know, right? If you are afraid of the big bad wolf, you shouldn't be. Okay, so let's see why Paul is telling Timmy that he's going to have to teach and be prepared to suffer long. Verse 3, For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers, and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. Okay, so I'm glad I didn't just leave this scripture to stand in the corner somewhere. Keep in mind, as I had already said it, Paul may be talking about you. 
Yes, you who gets offended at the wind. Who wakes up complaining that they have to get up and start a brand new day. Yes, you exist. And you know who you are. I think Timmy had to be ready in and out of season because people were not flocking to hear his teaching. Not because it wasn't the truth, but because it was the whole truth. The 360 Gospel, which includes tips and tricks for being perfect, holy, righteous, pure, blameless. Yes, these are fighting words to an immature believer who had a different version of God in their minds. And it's not entirely their fault. Sometimes they're taught that. But so we see here, you, we, us, when we get tired of the hounding truth-tellers, we will look for the spiritual life coach. <laughs> yes, we will look for the man in whom no one knows of his fruit. Not his sin, but his fruit. And they, we, will say, Hey, come here. Sit there and teach us your baloney. We have the bread and mayonnaise. We just need the meat. <laughs> I know, right? I just made a sandwich out of a spiritual argument. Now that's a gift worth eating. Okay, so back to my serious rant. To shake up the lethargic sleeping Christian baby with the grown man's voice. Turned aside. Yep, that is a result of your life coach experience. Yes, and it started. Let's go back to the beginning of this mess. It started because you got tired of hearing how you could mature more rapidly by revelatory maturity. Now hear me on this stuff. Someone listening could be right in the pig pen, telling everyone Jesus' will and purposed that he remained there. You must check yourself to see if you are in the faith. You must reproduce the service and love to others, especially the Timmies who are all about the God stuff. You must be authentically born again. You must bear fruit worthy of repentance. You must exhibit the fruit of the Spirit. Start with one day at a time. You must love your Christian brother, regardless. Listen to me, I've been preaching on the fact that you are gods in other messages, and supporting that fact that you are. The devil hates you because you are children of the light, made in the image and likeness of God. His offspring, in whom he and Jesus and the Holy Spirit dwells, as you are his holy temple. Yes, he dwells in you. You are his holy habitation. And nothing that comes your way, if it is not sent by God, can get to you, unless you have a natural response to whatever comes your way. Yep, walk in the Spirit. Know that you have the authority of God to deal sternly with the devil. Some of y'all saying, I ain't afraid of no ghosts, but won't cast a demon out of a harmful situation, if you or someone's life depended on it. You see, this is why Timmy had to go hard. He had to be prepared to suffer long. Because them believers were weak, confused, and fighting amongst themselves. So in finishing with my rantio coordinates, we go on to Paul's finishing verse 5. But you be watchful in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. What? Endure afflictions? From who? The devil? Nope. The people who are running with the devil, thinking that it's everyone else who is running with the devil. We must be ready to go strong before strong is required. Well, it's easier to fight when you are well-trained and prepared. So back to the question. Why would you reject one teacher who speaks the truth and adopt what another teacher says who may not be speaking the truth and in all likelihood isn't, but rather speaking what it is that you want to hear? How did you get to a place to want to hear the gospel over and over again? Never moving to be discipled. Discipling others, 
nor equipping the saints for the work of ministry. Or maybe, shouldn't you ask yourself what it is that you want to hear so bad? Maybe that's the problem. It is possible that if you agree with everything a pastor is saying year after year, without any conviction or desire to change, that you could be the itching ear that the Bible is talking about. You see, it's in that place where one day you hear something of the truth and it infuriates you to violence or thoughts of violence. And the path that leads you to a place where the truth teller will have to endure afflictions will be littered with accusations and lies that you will speak against the truth because truth words do not scratch the itching ear. They pierce the stony heart. You see, because truth is a scalpel of God. Hebrews 4.12 For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So here, now your heart is your spirit, and your spirit is your heart. The truth is designed to separate your soulish, not yet perfected soul, from your heart, from influencing your heart. Pain and change, pain and change, pain and change. Truth, truth, truth. You see how it works now, don't you? Your response to the process, to the Timmy preach, determines whether you have itchy ears or have the desire to mature into more revelatory knowledge of who God is in relationship to you. So in finishing, I say again, you have to ask yourself the question, what is it in you that you want to hear that is non-true, that may even be against what the Bible says? I mean, now is a good time to ask because if you're tested with this, and you get offended at what a teacher teaches regarding the Bible, and instead of letting it, that is a conviction of it, provide an opportunity for you to repent and grow in the Lord, you turn away and say, I don't want to listen to that teacher, he's wrong. Now obviously you wouldn't know whether he was wrong or right, unless you understood that it's the Holy Spirit that is convicting you. And if you don't understand that, it's the Holy Spirit convicting you, and that he's doing so through the teacher, then you're not going to be able to discern it anyways. Therefore, this will lead you to find another church. Or just telling you that what you want to hear is maybe what you heard from a soft preacher before. Well, that's it for this message. Remember, it's not what you find wrong or disagree with regarding these messages, but what you can take away from it. Together, we can do more to impact the kingdom than if we work alone. Let's flip the script and kill, still and destroy the works of the enemy and create space for the light of life to shine through into people's lives. Plant a seed and click on the like and subscribe button. Let's build this ministry together. Thanks and see you next time in deep waters.